I mean, did anybody see that Illinois-Michigan game last night? Holy cow. Illinois playing out of their mind. It was beautiful to see. No doubt. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. There's a big basketball fan and a native of Illinois. Been here most of my life. It's always fun to see University of Illinois basketball playing well. And they definitely did that last night, knocking off the number two Michigan Wolverines, who of course are in the Big Ten Conference. Illinois standing strong. We're number five. They're looking pretty strong for a number one bid in the NCAA tournament. I'm pumped. If they get that number one seed, they deserve it. They've been playing great ball, and obviously it showed last night, which was Tuesday, today being March 3rd, a Wednesday. So it was a great game. I'm glad I tuned in. Fun to watch. It's always fun to watch the Fighting Illini win, right? Always. And they didn't just win. They knocked out the Wolverines from the get-go. Ended up winning 76-53. And they did it without Ayo Desumu, who is Illinois' best player. He's going to be the highest draft pick. He is a legit stud. They did it without him. He wasn't even in the lineup. And they still win by 23 points against the number two Michigan Wolverines. Michigan probably still going to take the conference in terms of record. Michigan sitting at 18-3, Illinois at 20-6. Probably a firm number two in the Big Ten Conference. But come Big Ten Conference Tournament, who knows? Illinois could win. They can knock out everybody. They got the talent. They put the ball in the bucket. Their defense is getting better and better. They showed what they could do yesterday. Just taking it to Michigan. Man, that makes me happy. So happy. So, so, so happy. Good stuff from Illinois. And of course, we got great stuff on Edge of Your Seat Podcast. This is episode 159. Our guest today, LaSalle Peru graduate Jake Dahl, who is attending and playing baseball for Rockford University. And on Monday, was at the press conference to announce he was signing with the new Collegiate Baseball Prospect League that's going to be based out of Peru. How exciting is that? A collegiate baseball summer league, a prospect league in Peru, and a homegrown player, Jake Dahl, is going to be on the very first roster. And it's got a great name, the Illinois Valley Pistol Shrimp. I asked Jake what a pistol shrimp was. He's like, uh, I have to get back to you. If you know, send an email to Edge of Your Seat Podcast or any other inquiries that you have. You want to be a guest, you know somebody else that would be a good guest, you have a question, you have a concern, you agree with the host, Brandon Lachance, that is myself, you don't agree with me, you want to say your side of an argument, you agree with a guest, you don't agree with a guest, you want to do some advertising with Edge of Your Seat Podcast, hit up the email at edgeofyourseatpodcast at gmail.com. Also, don't know where you're listening to this podcast, but you can check out Edge of Your Seat Podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, and the website www.rss.com backslash podcasts with an S backslash Edge of Your Seat Podcast. So we had to have Jake Dahl on. He talked to us the day after the conference, all pumped up. He's ready for baseball. And he's recovering from a serious, serious, serious arm injury known as Tommy John. So he's got a lot on his plate and a lot to look forward to. The conversation with him is amazing. 
Very, very amazing. While we're doing the plugs, didn't give a shout out to Brian Cavelli, the man, the machine, behind the intro and outro beat to Edge of Your Seat Podcast. Big props, big thanks, much love to Brian Cavelli. Well, let's hop right into things that we want to discuss. The first segment, of course, we got to hit up high school sports, scores, accomplishments, all that great stuff that these prep athletes are doing right now. And the high school sports segment is brought to you by Shimmer Mendota Ford, a community dealership that is here for you. Let's break down some scores and accomplishments from Monday and Tuesday, starting with Monday, of course. We'll start with bowling. We always start with basketball. Let's go bowling. Bowling, girl style. Dixon beat Sterling, 2,927 pins to 2,862. In boys bowling, the South Peru notched a 3,430 to knock out Sterling's 2,992. Now let's get to some basketball, and there's plenty of basketball to discuss. Starting with Plano knocking out Sandwich on Monday. Anthony Santoria from Plano, four threes out of Plano's nine. The Reapers hit nine threes. Anthony had four to help Plano knock out Sandwich. Erie Prophetstown, 49. Newman, 43. That was a close battle. Ottawa moves to 10-1, 8-1 in the Interstate 8 Conference with a 44-29 victory over Sycamore. That man, that myth, Anthony Cooper with 16 points for Ottawa. That dude has been putting up points all year long. He's a stud. Serena, 58. Leland, 9. For Serena, Ben Chagru had eight, and Hudson Stafford also had eight. LaSalle, Peru, went to war with Rochelle, and Rochelle has been playing really, really tough basketball. Lost to Ottawa only by two. Knocked down a school record 18 threes against Plano about two weeks ago. LP defeats them 73-63. To move to 8-3, 6-1 in the Interstate 8 Conference. Just talked about Anthony Cooper being a stud. Well, so is Drake Weber for the Cavaliers. Edge of Your Seat Podcast talked to Drake Weber a game after he notched his 1,000th career point. We, of course, caught up with him in episode 156 as LaSalle Peru defeated Putnam County. So he scores 33 against Rochelle. Tyler Hartman chipped in 13. And Michael Jarab added nine. Peoria Christian, 54. Roanoke Benson, 46. That was a close battle between two pretty solid basketball programs. Then going to the big Northern Conference, Genoa Kingston, 65. Dixon, 57. For Genoa Kingston, Alec Golombeski, 31 points off five threes. Monster effort. There was some girls ball being played on Monday as well. Fieldcrest goes to the 10 and two with a huge win over Leroy, 55-33. Fieldcrest's last game of the season is tomorrow on Thursday, March 4th, against DMAC, or if you want to be proper, Deer Creek Mackinac. Seneca, 49, Putnam County, 33, although it was a 16-point loss, saw some pretty solid efforts from Lady Panthers, including Sophie Harris, 11 points and three rebounds. Ava Hatton, 10 points and two steals. Chloe Linton, eight points, six rebounds. Doing a little bit of everything, trying to keep the Lady Panthers 
in the game against Seneca. Seneca's good. They are really, really good. They can play with anybody. Rock Ridge knocked out Hall 37-26. And the girls version of Dixon, Genoa Kingston. Dixon gets the win, 69-43. Lily McPherson, 22 points for the Cogs. Lily McPherson, 22 points for the Lady Cogs of Genoa Kingston. That was all the action for Monday. I say all like there wasn't a lot. Awesome stuff going on on Monday. And of course, awesome stuff going on on Tuesday as well. Erie Profits down in Newman locked up again. 73-71. EP gets the victory in two overtimes. Exciting. Two-point game, two overtimes. That's amazing. Great stuff. Sterling 67, Galesburg 64. Another close matchup. We can keep the close matchups going. Fieldcrest 72, Leroy 68. Weathersfield picked up their 13th victory as they are 13-1 overall and 7-1 in the Little Ten Conference. They host Knoxville, who is 11-1 tonight. So they got a tough one on their hands. Knoxville, also a good squad. Hall beat St. Bede 69-31. Flanagan, Cornell, Woodland, also known as FCW, beat Serena, 72-62. For Serena, Ben Chagru, 17, and Camden Figgins, 15. That is a dynamic duo. Almost every game, they're both in double figures. They're both leading Serena any way they can. And another close one, Ridgewood, edged Princeton, 75-70. Marquette. Defeated Midland by 19, 64-45. Kiwani beat Burrow Valley, 52-36. Putnam County went to town against Henry Sanchuan, defeating them, 61-25. And in a very close matchup that almost squashed an undefeated record, DeKalb stays unbeaten at 14-0 with a 51-48 victory over Naperville. Close, close, close. A lot of close action on Tuesday. Girls basketball was no different. Newman edged Princeton 40-34. Sterling beat Galesburg 50-49. And there was also some bowling on Tuesday as United Township defeated Sterling 3,199 pins to 2,731. For Sterling, Grace Schultz had a team best with a 593 series. Gotta love some high school sports, some high school action. Man, I love to be able to talk about it and keep going. Because let's face it, we didn't think we were going to have it. And then all of a sudden it's like, bam, we're going to have a season in a week. It's like, wow, this stuff went really fast. And it was all condensed. Teams playing 15 to 16 games somewhere in that realm. And that's all that they're doing. Because that's all the state can allow. The, all that COVID-19 can allow. It is a beautiful thing. Let's just admit it. A beautiful, beautiful thing. I'm happy for the athletes that are getting an opportunity to have a senior year, have a junior year, a sophomore year, a freshman year, because they go by so quick. You come into high school and you're like, man, it's my freshman year. I got three more years to improve, get better. You snap your fingers, take a deep breath, and bam, you're a senior. It is that fast. So the missed opportunities, the missed games, the missed practices, they're felt. Everybody knows what is going on, and it stinks, but getting the best out of the time that you can is important. So I'm happy that these kids are getting a chance to at least play on some kind of stage. The high school segment was brought to you by Shimmer Mendota Ford. 
Mendota Ford is a community dealership dedicated to being community first. After a horrible 2020 in every sense of the term, Mendota Shimmer Ford wants to make 2021 amazing with style, comfort, and great deals. Stop by and see the 2021 Ford Bronco Sport or the 2021 Ford F-150, which are both in stock. These are just a few of the options at Shimmer Mendota Ford as it has a huge selection of new and used vehicles on the lot and even more on the website www.MendotaFord.com. Whether you shop online or at Shimmer Mendota Ford located just south of Mendota on Highway 251, Manager Ski Hartman and his associates Jason Hintz and Doug Safranek will use their expertise and understanding of the vehicle you're looking for to help you roll through 2021 just the way you want. Call 815-539-9314 for all vehicle inquiries at Shimmer Mendota Ford. Took a little break right there. I did the Shimmer Mendota Ford ad and then I had to go to practice. IVCC women's basketball team I'm an assistant coach it was awesome to be back in the gym I walked in and just like oh man it feels so good to be back here it was cool you know we're not gonna have a season but we're able to have some practices only had a few of the team members there but it was cool to just do some shooting get to know each other a little more had some cool conversations it was pretty awesome but now it's time to get back to the podcast. So I had to take a little break after an ad. Let's go to another ad. Let's talk about some national stuff. And then we're going to get to Jake Dahl and his awesome news about signing with the Illinois Valley Pistol Shrimp. I still like that name, the Pistol Shrimp. One day we will find out what that really means. But one thing we do know what it means and we know how important it is, is our physical fitness. Staying in shape. However, there are factors working against us all the time, including time and work schedules, lack of a support system, maybe motivation is low. We don't want to be judged or criticized if not supporting a gym riot body, injuries or physical restriction. However, there is a place where these no's or maybe's become yeses. LP CrossFit. LP CrossFit, located at the Peru Mall across from Secret Nails, offers a weekly schedule of classes for any level of fitness. It's not one time, not just one day a week. There are many options and classes only last one hour. A support group, LP CrossFit is a diverse community focused on fun and hard work. All members know each other's names and support one another during workouts. Motivation, the trainers at LP CrossFit help you reach your goals and get into the best shape of your life with workouts of numerous movements including body weight, gymnastic, and barbell. Everyone is guided, pushed at a productive and comfortable level. If you're an experienced athlete or getting your first taste of physical fitness, everyone is welcomed and viewed as equals. You would go at your own pace. You want to go hard? It's hello, how are you? Go get at it. You want a more relaxed approach? It's the same welcoming. Hello, how are you? Go get at it. Injuries and mobility restrictions are a top priority at LP CrossFit as all small group classes are coach-led and movements are infinitely scalable for all members. LP CrossFit opens all doors for everyone. 
check out LP CrossFit on Facebook or at lpcrossfit.com. In my notes for the show, I had Bulls at 15 and 18. That was before tonight's game against New Orleans Pelicans. They defeated them 128 to 124. Bulls getting a much needed win. I'm loving the Chicago Bulls team right now. They're playing not fantastically, but they're fun. They're fun to watch. They're competitive. And they're in every game. They took the Denver Nuggets to the wire on Monday. And it took an almost triple-double from Nikola Jokic to defeat the Bulls. He had 39 points, 14 rebounds, 9 assists. Michael Porter snapped out 17 points, 15 assists. Jamal Murray, 24 points. And they beat the Bulls 118-112 on Monday. And it was a lot of fun. Like, the Denver Nuggets are an NBA championship caliber team. Not saying that they're going to win. Not saying that they're going to get there. But it wouldn't surprise anybody. They're a great team with great players, and they know what they're doing. Bulls were right there. They had a fourth quarter lead. They lost it, but they had one. Kobe White, 20 points, 10 rebounds. Zach Levine, who was getting double, tripled, they were making his life very, very difficult. Still found a way to drop 23 points, grab nine rebounds, and dish out five assists. Three more bowls in double-figure scoring. Patrick Williams had 13. Denzel Valentine had 13 as well. And Thad Young, 12 points. Thad Young defensively was a monster. Had his hands up everywhere, snagging balls, getting blocks. Just... An all-around great game from Thad Young. Even though he only had 12 points, those 12 points meant a lot because they were hustle points. They were, you know, we're not knocking down any shots. He dished out for a three, miss. Got a board, dished out for a three, miss. Grabs a rebound, throws it in himself. Like, okay, I guess I got to do this. And he did. Then the Bulls go and play the Pelicans. Zach Levine back to form. 36 points, 8 assists, 2 rebounds. That's all-star numbers right there. Well, a few more rebounds would have been better, but 36 points, 8 rebounds, pretty solid for a guard. Kobe White, 25 points. Thad Young, 18 points, 5 rebounds. Denzel Valentine, 11 points, 4 boards. Patrick Williams, 13 points, 4 boards. Good to see the rookie in double figures and staying that way. Been pretty consistent as of late. Like I said, a lot of fun. I want to watch every single Bulls game that I have an opportunity to. Today, I was doing basketball things myself, so couldn't really watch the game as, you know, we're trying to have practices for IVCC. But it's cool to look at the highlights and look at the scores and just know that your team, that you grew up loving, who's had quite a few down years as of late, after the Derrick Rose, Jimmy Butler era, Joakim Noah, who announced his retirement on Monday. Thank you for everything that you did in the city of Chicago. He isn't officially retired yet. He wants to retire as a bull, which I don't think there's any other way that he should go out. Thank you for everything you did, Noah. I remember watching that draft. I was actually with Brian Cavelli. We were in college at his apartment, and we're watching the draft. We had another friend there, and I remember when he got drafted, and Cavelli and our other friend were like, man, that's a great pick. I love it. And I'm like, man, there's so much more offensive talent on the board, and that's what we need right now. Why are we getting this guy? 
that is one statement I will always regret or always be like, man, why did you say that? Joaquin Noah was one of my favorite players for probably like a five, six year stretch. The things that he could do, the heart that he played with, the hustle that he played with, he didn't have a jump shot, but he scored, he rebounded, he was a great teammate, he lived and died Chicago Bulls basketball, and that's what you wanted to see as a fan, and that's what I loved about him and about that team, just how they played the game. So thank you for everything you did as a Bull, Joakim Noah, and hopefully your after basketball life is as amazing as your basketball life was. NBA All-Star, we'll call it Day, is on Sunday, March 7th. So we're going to have the All-Star game, which already went through the rosters and sleepers and the players that should have been on a roster, that didn't get on a roster, and all those good things. Let's talk about the special events, three-point contest, skills contest, and the dunk contest. Starting with the three-point shootout, we got Steph Curry from the Golden State Warriors, Devin Booker from the Phoenix Suns, Jalen Brown from Boston Celtics, Jason Tatum also from the Boston Celtics, our man Zach Levine from the Bulls, and Donovan Mitchell from the Utah Jazz. I want to see Levine win. I know he's got the stroke. I know he can do it. The problem is shooting off the racks is a lot more difficult than you would think. I'm going to go with the returning champ. I'm going to say Devin Booker. He's been shooting well. He knows what he's got to do. I'm going to go with Devin Booker. Not the returning champ, but he's won in a previous three-point contest. Actually, the three winners from last year's three-point skills and dunk contest are not coming back to defend their titles. The three-point champ last year was Buddy Hill from Sacramento Kings. The skills contest was Bam Adebayo from Miami Heat, and Derek Jones, who was on Miami last year, now on Portland, won the dunk contest. None of them are back. None of them. But I think Booker is going to get a second win. I'm going him. Skills contest, we got Luka Doncic from the Dallas Mavericks, DeMontis Sabonis from Indiana Pacers, Julius Randle from the New York Knicks, Nikola Vucevic from Orlando Magic, Chris Paul from the Phoenix Suns, and Robert Covington, who is with the Portland Trailblazers. I'm going Luka. Luka is my favorite player in the league right now. Chris Paul, his assists have been on point. 19 assists here, 15 assists here, 16 assists here. Doing what he's got to do to get the ball around. However, Luka can do it all. He makes it look good. He's younger. He's the man. I'm going Luka. Dunk contest. There's really no names. I mean, two of these people really never heard of. We got Anthony Simmons from the Trailblazers, Cassius Stanley from the Pacers, and Obi Tippin from the New York Knicks. Obi is the only one that I heard of, and that's because he was in this draft class, and I wanted the Bulls to take him instead of Patrick Williams. But they didn't. They grabbed Williams, who is turning out to be an okay player at least right now. But I'm going to go Obi. He's the only one that I know, and I want to see what he can do. That's what we want from this, right? We want to see some amazing dunks. I want to see if Obi can bring it. I'm definitely excited about the NBA All-Star Day. Should be a lot of fun, exciting action. Not really on the hardwood, but just exciting action basketball-wise, regardless of how you get it. 
We had talked about J.J. Watt leaving the Houston Texans. They mutually agreed to part ways. Now he's got a two-year contract with the Arizona Cardinals. I'm pumped. Cardinals were a good team last year. Just missed out on the playoffs, thankfully, because that meant the Chicago Bears got in. He's good for another two years. He's getting older. He's had his issues injury-wise just like everybody else. But he's still a great player, and he's going to do some big things for Arizona. That NFC West next year should be really, really difficult. Seattle Seahawks, if they keep Russell Wilson, who is in talks to become a Chicago Bear, I don't know how that happens. We would have to trade a lot. Third round picks, probably a couple players, probably Soldier Field. I don't know. We'd have to give a lot for Russell Wilson. But if they can ramp up that defense just a tad, at least just a tad, they're a pretty solid team. Los Angeles Rams, we know what they can do. They got into the playoffs. San Francisco 49ers definitely had a down year. Lots of injuries. COVID-19 destroyed them for like a month. We get a normal season, no COVID-19. Everybody's playing how they're supposed to be playing. And this division may be one of the toughest in NFL football. It is going to be tough. J.J. Watt is going to fit in real well with the Cardinals. And he's in the twilight of his career. So why not go somewhere where it's warm and you enjoy playing? Yeah, he was in Houston. But eh, you got to change with the scenery, right? Can't be in the same spot the entire time when you're not winning. When you've done your job, you have put in some great years on the football field and have not really been rewarded because of the team you were on. Now it's time to go win something. Arizona Cardinals are young. The quarterback, Kyler Murray, is definitely fun to watch. Got a lot of learning to do. Hopefully he can do it quickly and the Cardinals maybe get to a Super Bowl. They had the talent to almost make the playoffs this year. Add a couple more pieces, who knows what could happen couple more things real quick but these are on the not cool scale Kellen Winslow the second a former NFL tight end from 2004 to 13 played with the Browns the Buccaneers the Seahawks didn't really play on the squad but he was a practice player New England Patriots and the New York Jets 14 years in prison ordered for multiple rapes and sex offenses against five other women. You deserve to be in jail. I hope you become somebody's wife. There is no reason for any of that. None. You deserve the worst punishment that there is possible. No doubt. And the other not cool news for this episode of Edge of Your Seat Podcast, New York Yankees manager Aaron Boone take an immediate leave of absence from the Yankees to get a pacemaker put in. My stepdad had one of those, it ticked, but it kept him alive. You gotta do what you gotta do. Times are tough. Health is very important. Pacemaker is gonna prolong that. So hopefully everything goes well with Aaron Boone and he can get back to the Yankees as soon as possible. February is over, March is here. The cold is starting to go away a little bit. It's been in the 40s, nearing the 50s. 50s are on the forecast pretty soon. And that means we're going to be able to do any kind of home renovations we want, whether it's inside or outside, the roof, siding, anything to do with making your house look better and feel more comfortable. Olsa Construction works hard to help your house look awesome and make you want to be there. 
who wants to pay for a, a mortgage or have a, a paid off house and not want to be there? Olsen Construction wants to do exactly that. Brothers Keith Milas and Tommy Olsen will use their more than 10 years of experience to take care of your home renovations from start to finish with your thoughts and opinions taken with every step of the journey. The licensed and insured family owned and operated company prides itself in offering family prices with family honesty on any job. Whether it be roofing, siding, windows, doors, stairs, deck designs, floors and tiling, garage additions, room additions, or full remodels. Olson Construction can legitimately help you and your home in any way needed. For a free estimate, call Olson Construction at 815-910-5982. Check out the Olson Construction LLC page on Facebook or send an email to olsonconstruction 19 at gmail.com. Hopefully everybody is enjoying the week as much as possible. The weekend is never too far away. We always like, man, it's Monday, man, it's Tuesday, man, it's Wednesday. Weekend's so far away. You blink your fingers, it's here. You bat your eyes, the weekend's gone. And we keep continuing this crazy thing we call life. And on Edge of Your Seat Podcast, we're going to continuously keep going with life and the stories and the jokes and the awesomeness of what people in our own area are doing, including Jake Dahl, who is now a member of a summer collegiate prospect league baseball style congrats to him and without further ado we got to talk to the man edge of your seat podcast we'll be back soon we appreciate the listens the clicks all the love and all the love return to you for listening to us until next time peace it is a beautiful i mean absolutely beautiful tuesday march 2nd can't believe we're already in march but yesterday was huge for my guest today, I am talking about Jake Dahl, a graduate from LaSalle, Peru. Jake, how's it going, my man? Doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. You reached out to me a couple days ago, and I became even more fantastic. You're like, hey, I want to get on. I got something to talk to you about, Brandon. I was like, let's do this. So let's jump right into it. Yesterday, there was a special press conference. Talk about it, man. What happened at this press conference? I signed with the Prospect League team, which is a uh, college summer team that's a wood bat. Some of the best college players in the country are playing for them. Guys from University of Iowa, Cal Berkeley, teams like that. I'm going to be the only local guy from the area, so it's a big for me, you know, being able to play summer ball with them. Uh, it's an Illinois Valley Pistol Shrimp. It's just a great opportunity to, for me to get innings in the summer and hopefully get some looks from scouts and we'll see where it goes that is amazing i am happy for you you deserve the opportunity to play in this league there's no doubt about it thank you i appreciate that so obviously being asked to be a member of this team coming to be a is it a pistol shrimp is that how this yep. is called yeah that's what it is okay first of all what's a pistol shrimp um i think it's just a shrimp but i'm not too sure it's just some kind of shrimp that I don't know, guys. I've, I just heard about it when I found about the team, so I'll have to look into that a little more. Yeah, me too. I had to ask, though. I was like, a pistol shrimp. Hmm, yeah, I've never heard of it, so. Yeah, same here. I mean, we're in the Midwest, middle of nowhere. There's no shrimp unless it, yeah. comes, unless it comes from a coast. There's no pistol <laughs> shrimp around exactly. here. Exactly. Let's talk about your playing days. Graduated from LaSalle, Peru in what year? 2019. 
You were a pitcher, did a little bit of other things when you weren't on the mound, correct? Yeah, I played a little third base, first base, but now at college, I'm just, uh, just a pitcher now. Gotcha. And where are you playing college ball at? I'm at Rockford University up here in Rockford, Illinois. How has your career been so far at Rockford the last couple of years? Uh, it's been a tough journey. Um, going into my freshman year, I uh, played. We have a little fall season where we just scrimmage each other and have uh, World Series games. After the games, I started and I threw a complete game, and I realized, like, Something's not right with my arm. And uh, once you get it looked at, and I ended up having to get Tommy John in May of last year. So it's, it was a big setback and not what I wanted to hear at all. But at the end of the day, it needed to be done. So I just started throwing recently now, which is about 10 months out. And I'm hoping to be 100% ready to go for the playoff run that we're going to make for Rockford here. Then be 100% ready to go for the pistol shrimp. So now you're ready. Like you're ready to play. Like you're wanting to get back in the motions, the routines, and get this arm back to use. Yeah, it's been a grind, but, you know, it's, it's just part of the process. And, you know, things happen to me for many reasons and just happen to happen to me and try to make the best of it. You know, it's being a baseball player, you're used to playing almost every day. And so not being out there really sucked, but makes you work a little harder and pushes you a little more. No doubt. I totally agree about that. How does your arm feel? Like, what have you been doing to, you know, get it ready for the grind of a baseball season? Because let's face it, you said it's a grind. It's every day. It's all day. You're throwing as hard as you can, as fast as you can, going through the motions, putting a lot of torque on an arm. What are you doing to keep it where, you know, maybe it won't get hurt again? Yeah, so many people think you just do a little like bands and stuff every day and just get ready to throw and you're ready to throw right away, which is not at all the case. My schedule is six days a week. Sunday is my only off day. Um, I'm, right now I'm on a throwing program where I throw Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I have to get through each of those days without pain or unless I got to go back and step. So right now I'm about at like 75 feet with about 50%, and I have to get through those days without any pain, and then I can move to the next step. But other than that, all the other days are all bands. I have uh, workouts just for my elbow, which I have to do at the gym here, which the training staff is really good at with helping me with. And it's just little things that you kind of take for granted when you're healthy, like uh, you don't really want to do bands today, or but that's clearly, it's, it's tough. You know, you do all the little things. And they may not seem like they're working, but at the end, it's going to help you in the long run. Definitely. Sounds like you're putting in the work to get back to 100% as quick as possible. That's the, that's the goal. I It sucks. I don't want to miss another year, but, I mean, with COVID, we get the year back anyway this year. So it worked out where I can still play, like, even if I play for just, like, the last week of the year, I don't lose any uh, eligibility, so I'll get it back. So that's, that really helps out. Definitely, definitely. So now let's talk about... This league with the Pistol Shrimps, it's a collegiate summer league. And what got you like, hey, I can still play. I just went through this Tommy John. I'm ready to play throughout the summer and, you know, better myself. How did you get involved in this? Yeah, so a big thing was that I might not be, I'll like, hopefully be ready for the last week or so of the season for Rockford. And I'm like, me and my coach up here at Rockford are really talking like, I really want to get innings in somewhere, so then once my arm's fully healthy, it just doesn't sit around all summer. And so I was looking for teams, and I'm just like, do you know what? Like, being in Illinois Valley, I'm like, I'm going to have to drive some, like, at least an hour almost every day to go play baseball somewhere else. 
whether it's up here in Rockford or in Addison, like it's it's just going to be a long, it's going to be tough. And then I heard that the pistol shrimp were looking to play in Peru, and I'm like, oh, like this is, this could be huge for me, like being you know five minutes away from my house, like that would be the perfect scenario. I don't have to drive far, you know, I can stay at home, like. So it was just perfect, and, and then I contacted the coach, and he agreed, like, it'd be great and have a local guy there, and everything just happened to work out and fit where it was supposed to go. Perfect, and talking to you before, talking to you yesterday, you said you guys are going to play at Veterans Park? Yep, that is correct. We have a pretty lengthy schedule. Um, we play six out of the seven days of the week, which Monday's our only off day. I mean, obviously we'll be on the road, but it'll be nice to play in front of uh, family and friends and everyone in the area. You give them something to do in the summer. You already know Edge of Your Seat Podcast is going to be there. Oh, for sure. I'm looking forward to seeing you there. (laughs) I will definitely be there. We will be there. Edge of Your Seat Nation will be there. I just made it a nation. I don't know if it is yet, but... (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll get there. We'll get there. (laughs) For sure. For sure. For sure. Obviously, you're excited. You know, you want to play summer ball, get those innings in. Talking to the coach and, you know, getting acclimated into the team, what are some things that have been discussed of, you know, maybe schedules or routines or things that you like or are going to have to get used to of, you know, something new? You know, you go to LP, to Rockford, and now you're doing something different. What are some of the changes that you're going to have to adjust to? I'm a big routine guy, uh, like many pitchers are. Big routine, I like to be... Once I get set in my way, I don't like to change it. And that's how it is here at Rockford, too. Like, we have a very strict routine and stay to it. And so going to the summer league is going to be a little different because, like, if I pitch on a Saturday at home and we have an away game on Sunday, I'm not going to travel. I'm going to stay home, do my bands and stuff, which is completely different from college ball because you travel. If you're with a team, you travel all the time. I think it will help. And especially with that, there's a pitch count. Especially coming off time of John, you're very cautious of how many, how much you throw and what you do. So that will really help me with like not not trying to throw it out right away, as they would say. But yeah, I'll be good with the pitch count and just getting a new big thing in baseball is being able to meet new challenges and try new things. And so I think it'll be a great thing to try and see how it goes. Awesome. What is the Pistol Shrimps coach name? Uh, John Jackamick. Okay. How much have you talked to him and talked about the team and kind of his philosophy about baseball and how things are going to go? We've talked almost probably two or three times a week since we started talking about me signing. And he was kind of picking my mind. I was kind of picking his mind. And, you know, the big thing is, like, he's a big team guy, which I really respect that because I think you're not going to win unless the team's all there and they're all in together. But, um... It's just great hearing that, you know, he wants to win and he wants to also build players, which helps him a lot. And he wants to give a platform for players to show their talents outside of, you know, small colleges or even big colleges where they might not get much playing time. But this is I think this is a great opportunity for uh, everyone in it. And I think he's the perfect guy for it. Awesome. I can't wait to meet him. We'll make that happen soon. Let's talk about the team in general. I mean, like you said, before this happens... If you wanted to play ball in the summer as a college athlete, you're going hours away. You weren't right here. How important or how awesome is this? For you, obviously, it's five minutes away. But for the community, for this area, to have this college team or college summer team, Prospect League, here for people to go to games, for people to have something to do for the summer, which you also mentioned, it's got to be huge. And Cruz is really, there's 
only so much you can do at a, at a time. And I think, you know, it's like high school teams, are, obviously they're competing in the spring. And so there's not really baseball going on in the summer unless it's like Little League or things like that. MLB tickets and uh, minor league tickets, are like, they're not cheap to go to. And so this being um, free to charge for the community and having something to do almost every night, I think it's just great. And it'll bring in... Um, you know, local businesses will feed off of it and bring people into the area who've never been here. And I think it'll be a great experience for everybody. Definitely. I think it's going to be huge, not just for baseball players, but for the community and for sports fans. I think it's nothing but a good thing to have this team here for sure. I was excited when I seen it on Twitter. So obviously we talked about the different levels of baseball that you've been in. Played for the Cavaliers, LaSalle, Peru. Now at Rockford, now going to play in a college prospect league during the summer we always talk about the different levels of ball and how there's different differences like big differences have you seen those jumps as you went along your path in baseball yeah it's so crazy to me how at some point you think you're you know high school is uh you're seeing the best that there is there and then you come to college and you're like oh this is a whole different world like in high school you can you can throw 83 and still blow guys away but then once you come to college, 83 is going to get hit around like it's nothing. Even from the jump from sophomore year of high school to senior year of high school, it's a huge difference. And I just, every year you get older, it seems like guys are getting better, guys are throwing harder, guys are hitting better. It's just, it's a big jump. And now competing with some of the best college players in the country, you're going to, you're really going to step your game up. So I think it'll be a great opportunity for me uh, to show what I have and see what, what it leads to. So you play in a D3, correct? Yep, correct. So Rockford's D3, and you're going against, you listed some of the schools, Iowa, some of the other top D1 schools. You know, signing your contract or getting involved with the Pistol Shrimp, did that intimidate you at all? Or be like, hey, I'm going to be playing against kids that are levels above me. Did that scare you at all, or you're you ready for the competition? You know, I've never, I've always been told, never been scared, never scared of your competition. I stay true to that today. It was always a thought of these guys are the top schools in the country, and I'm at a little D3, but I always hold myself to, like, the highest standard where I know in my heart and in my mind that I'm going to compete with anybody who's put in front of me, and I'm going to give it all I got. And at the end of the day, if they're better than me, then you got to tip your hat, and they're better than you. But I don't want to give anyone a reason to work harder than me or think they deserve it more than me. I like that attitude, my friend. I like it. At the same time, you got to be excited. I mean, you're going to be playing with players that are from all over the place that can give you different advice, that can show you things from different baseball played all over the place, all over the country, pretty much. So you have to be excited about that. Actually, the biggest things I was excited about was, you know, guys from these big schools, like, I'm going to be hopefully not annoying to them, but pick their brain a lot and see what uh, works for them at their level and see how they attack hitters and what they do on like their routines and stuff just so I can pick up stuff to, you know, you can always get better. And so anyway, I can get better. I'm going to pick their mind about. That's awesome. I would be doing the same thing and I totally would be annoying. Like, dude, just tell me the answers I want to know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, this slider's so good and stuff like that. But, you know, it's just comes with time and it's a great opportunity for me to learn. No doubt, man. Again, I am happy for you. Congratulations to, you know, put yourself in this opportunity and hopefully your arm is where you want it to be and you're able to, you know, go through with this. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. Every guest on Edge of Your Seat podcast has to play a game with us. Like, it's mandatory. For you to be on here, you have to. Okay, Jake? Yep.
I'm ready. <laughs> so we're going to play a game of now and then. going to pick a team. You're going to pick your favorite player of all time and then your favorite player currently that's on the roster. So what team are we going to go with here, Jake? I'm probably going to go with the Chicago Cubs, big baseball guy, so I just got to keep it with the Cubs. Okay, even though the White Sox are going to be better this year? <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, they're looking really good. This, like, you know, we'll have great competition in Chicago. It'll be great baseball to watch on both sides. And, I mean, honestly, I'm a diehard Cub fan, but it's going to be good to see them compete and see two great baseball teams in Chicago. I feel the same way. I am actually kind of neutral. I root for the White Sox a tad more. I got the awesome opportunity to meet Frank Thomas when I was eight years old. Automatically, White Sox fan. But as he gotten older, you know, round Cubs fans, watch Sox and Cubs every summer. So kind of, you know, in the middle, but I will put the White Sox a little ahead of time. So when the Cubs won the World Series in 2016, I was celebrating right along with everybody else. Yeah, it's, I get a lot of, you know, the Cubs are regressing, the Cubs are regressing, and the Sox are doing great. I get a lot of it from my friends, you know. But honestly, I'm just happy to see, and the Cubs aren't really going in the direction I want, but hopefully they'll, they'll still be good this year. Definitely, definitely. We'll have to have you back on to talk some more Cubs. But yep. right now, let's play the game now and then. Who is your favorite Cubby of all time? Uh, there's so many that I could, could go with. Um, I was a big Ramos Ramirez fan back in those days. You know, Ryan Terrio was the guy that he wasn't that great, but he could get around. But I would say my favorite all time was Kerry Wood. You look back on like YouTube now and you watch that 20 strikeout game and you're like, this kid, he's something special. And the way he carried himself and how we got thrown into at such a young age and he was able to do that, it was incredible. During the beginning of COVID-19 where we didn't know what to do and channels, sports channels, didn't know what to do when we're just playing all old games, I watched the Kerry Wood 20 strike game and was memorized. I don't remember watching it when it happened. I remember hearing about it, maybe seeing a ESPN Sports Center clip, but watching that game blew my mind away. Yeah, you know, like, um, not being able to see it live was like, I wish I could go back in there, but I remember my brother showing it to me when I was, like, 10 and showing me, like, this is, like, this is what it is, and looking back, like, as a Cubs fan, you get goosebumps, you're like, this this is crazy, like, no one's really ever done that, and so, see someone doing the Cubs uniform was crazy. For sure. Oh, hold on one second. Somebody trying to call me, probably one of those, uh, your car warranty. <laughs> <laughs> right now as we're talking <laughs> that's hilarious let's get back to the game forget these interrupting phone calls who is your favorite cubby right now i'll give you two because one hitter and one pitcher i'm a big fan of wilson Contreras, as uh, many Sox fans are not but um i just think he plays the game with so much passion and heart and He's 100% hustle and effort all the time. I think it's just great for especially kids to look up to and showing how much effort and hustle he puts into the game. And he really, it really helps him and brings the team alive. No doubt. What and about then, this pitcher? I'm a big Kyle Hendricks guy. You know, now it's all who throws the hardest pretty much in MLB. And if you throw 98 plus, you're going to get a spot. But he kind of changed that. You know, he's 89, 90 guy and his control and movement is crazy and I, I really respect that from him and he changes the game of baseball because many guys are throwing crazy and this is completely different and unheard of right now that MLB. And so I think he's huge for the Cubs right now with 
you know, it's great for other guys to learn off of him and see how his pitches move and everything. So I think it was, I think he's by far my favorite player on the team. I like it. I like it. How fast or how hard do you throw the ball? Um, the last time I threw, I threw 87, 88. Well, hopefully after TJ, we'll be a little more up there, but we'll have to see. Gotcha. So it makes sense for you to say Kyle Hendricks because I – Remember watching you in high school and how you threw, and you're that kind of pitcher. So it makes sense of the connection here. I look for a lot of my stuff and learn, try to learn from him. You know, with his mechanics and stuff, and his pitch grips and stuff. It's just he controls, he controls his own no matter what pitch he's going to, and that's what that's what I big look forward to. Especially guys throwing 90, 92. Like I'm not there yet, but like I hope to be. But learning from him and just how you can be effective without throwing as hard as you can. Learning where to place the ball and how to work through the pitches and mix it up and got it. It's like a game of chess every time you're at the mound and every player that comes up. Yeah, which is weird. I say Contreras is my favorite player. Then I have Hendricks too because they're com- totally completely different players on the field. Which Hendricks shows no emotion rarely, but he carries himself a good way. He never shows when he's rattled, and I just think it's great. As a pitcher, you're going to get hit around from time to time, but when he's struggling, you just don't know because he never shows emotion, which I think is huge for a pitcher, but that's just how he carries himself, and I respect how he does it. No doubt, no doubt. Well, I respect what you're doing for you and for baseball and to keep playing. Tommy John can, you know, set people off and they never come back to baseball. They get the surgery to make sure they can do normal everyday things and they call it quits. You're like, nope, this is a game I love. I'm still going to keep playing. I respect that and I respect you joining Edge of Your Seat podcast to talk about the pistol shrimps. We will find out what that exactly is. And talking with us about everything going on in your life, man. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm a big fan, so I appreciate it.